Hey, hi guys, it's Lamy here again and welcome to another super exciting episode of Midway Work at Midweek. For today's episode, we'll be talking about part one of a three-part series, which I've been planning to discuss for a very long time. For in, practically since the beginning of the podcast, I've been putting it forward, putting it forward, but I think now is the time to dive into this three-part series which we'll be talking about over the next three weeks so this week part one part two and part three will come subsequent weeks that are ahead so to delve into today's episode i'll be talking about the african man or man in general but african man in particular Basically, we'll be talking about everything that has to do with the African man. We'll be asking ourselves important questions. Questions like, who is a real man? No, when you hear, yeah, be a real man. <laughs> so, who is a real man? Or who is a real African man? And then when I hear comments, or when comments like, man up, or, you know, be a man. Or stop acting like a girl or different things like that when comments like that come up what exactly are they talking about what do they mean different things like that we'll be exploring into the concept the societal constructs different things that have been constructed for us by the society to take us what makes up a man or an african man so quickly diving in let me just start like this i remember a couple of years ago, I can't remember exactly how long, but a couple of years ago, my parish priest, um, my church reverend father, my parish priest basically, and okay, funny story. He has this um, <laughs> he has this funny Igbo accent, Igbo intonation in his words. So when I get to the part where I'm going to say what he said, I'll add some extra Igbo effigy. I do. I hope nobody will be offended, but it's just to dictate what the man was saying so a couple of years ago as i said earlier my parish priest was going on and on like he was trying to jail up the men the cmo that was the catholic men organization they were having a thanksgiving in the church and people didn't really respond very well to it it was just the members of the society that was the catholic men organization my church chapter it was just their members that were going out for the Thanksgiving. So, the Reverend Father, in an attempt to jail up the men, just walked to the mic. You know, carried the mic up. It was not like, hmm, I be man, I be man, I be man. No before mouth too. <laughs> they are calling men now. You sit down there. Are you not a real man? Be a man. Come forward and you will start jailing them up. I know it was all in an attempt to jail them up, but... If you look at instances like that and many other instances that are all around the world, it shows this deep line effect, this deep line underlying, you know, structure that has been placed down where to be a man, especially in Africa, all, all that is required is like practically money. I mean, amongst those that, okay, so when he said every um, be a man, a man should stand up and, dif- and if you're a man, you should stand up and different things like that virtually all the men in the church stood up and i was just smiling to myself because i don't mean to be judgmental not that i'm better than anybody but then amongst those men that stood up 
we have drunkards that are sleeping in the gutter definitely will be there we have chronic wife beaters the one that beats their wives to like in fact some boxers are more merciful with punching bags self we have those that those those men like that will stand up um different different kind of men that do all sorts those that probably instead of having time for their kids will rather spend the time in a bar or with a woman another woman or something different different kind of men that do different things you basically stand up and go to show that there are men who stand up and then go and, go and drop the or go and celebrate the offering with the thanksgiving with the society that was going out so in other words what i'm just trying to bring out of that instance is the fact that all that is needed in our society or what is painted as being needed in our society to be a man is money all that is required is the monetary part of it that's all that is being that is being looked at if you ask me five times and virtually every other young guy growing up or young guy youths whatever if you ask 90 percent of them they are going to say like if you ask them five times four out of those five times if you ask them what they are most scared of that is awaiting them in their future if you ask them that what's the thing that will be awaiting you in your future that you'll be most scared of four out of five times they'll tell you not being capable of providing for their family that's a valid a valid thing to be scared of but it just shows that that's all a guy is bothered about it's not not virtually none of them will tell you i'm scared of being a bad father a terrible terrible father that will grow on to be bad father to my kids and then because of that my children have a very terrible outlook on life and or being a bad husband to my wife or whatever virtually nobody will say anything about that they are not bothered what 90 percent of them will say is not being able to provide for my family as a what as a man <laughs> that's funny because i don't understand it i don't get why it's structured like that so basically I can be shitty, like very terrible in every other aspect of my life. Once I can put the money down, then I'm fine. Abby? So it's basically like a direct variation or a direct relationship. The more money I have, the more of a man I am. The lesser, even though every other thing is zero, total zero. But, and then the lesser money I have, the lesser of a man I am. Even though every other thing is on point. Starts, start what we have constructed for for ourselves as an African man. I mean, if that's the case, then surely, 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 something is wrong with our system. I want to believe so because I don't think that's all it entails to be a man. In no way, in no way, does that uh, does that show what it takes to be a man. And apart from the monetary aspect, basically there's this struggle for manliness in quotes that that is just unexplainable from a very young age from a very 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 young age one man was ranting on twitter like two years ago like 2017 or early i remember a white man in us or somewhere else i don't know but he shot a white man and he was ranting really really angry on twitter and he said he wanted to go and say good night to his son and then he entered the son's room quietly, was trying to sneak up on him and maybe scare him and they joke and then he puts the boy to sleep. He puts the boy to sleep rather. 
So basically, the man got into his son's room, sneaked up on him, and he saw he found out that when he entered, the boy was reci- was reciting something. Like beneath his breath, he was just reciting something. So he, he tried to listen, and then he heard the son saying, "I am a boy. Pink is for girls. I am a boy. Pink is for girls." So, and that was a four-year-old boy. A four-year-old boy. The man was like, "I mean." That was what his four-year-old boy was reciting to himself. I am a boy. Pink is for girls. So the man was totally heartbroken and he was ranting that how could he that? What kind of terrible society have we bred for men that all they are just interested in is the manliness that they have to show forth to be a man and different things like that. It was terribly angry. So from a very young age, imagine a four-year-old boy that is supposed to be enjoying life or living life without any thoughts whatsoever. I mean, there's even a problem that sleep sleep like a baby. Four-year-old is almost a baby now. You just practically, I mean, in Nigeria, they say they'll back you to your three. So you just, if it was in Nigeria, his mom would have just stopped backing him. So he's basically still a baby. And then what he's bothered about is, is portraying, the way he portrays himself as a man, as a boy. At such a very young age and that struggle goes on almost your entire life you cannot grieve you cannot do this man up be a man stand up as a man your mates men are out there so 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 unexplainable and what's even worse or what may i consider that is even worse is the fact that you know just to maintain manliness which a man will struggle with for his entire life you have to be more emotionally cut off you have to show no emotional sign whatsoever whatsoever i mean a man was grieving he was was grieving rather he lost his child i think and then him and his wife and his other kids were at the burial and the man was seriously grieving he was crying and someone wanted to comfort him and the comfort he offered to him was "Uh uh-uh you are a man now you shouldn't be crying if you are crying what will your family do ah, ah. the man lost his child you can't even allow him to grieve in peace again what he can bring up is that he's a man and he shouldn't be crying so this this pressure that is kept on men by ourselves by the society by whoever and however it's not a it's not it's not a good a good shell to carry or a good cross to carry all through your life it's not it's not working it's not working out at all it's not working out different different struggles to maintain manliness all over and a direct or indirect consequence of the struggle for manliness is the misogyny that we see some basically a lot of african men not some a lot of african men throwing forth a direct result of this manliness that they struggle for because they see a man the more of a man you want to portray the lesser you think of a woman is it's just it's mass <laughs> quick math <laughs> no seriously there's no way it just it happens directly or indirectly um i remember one time like this you um for those that watch ted um ted videos and ted conferences there was one man that was speaking at a ted conference and he was saying he's a black man, a black American man. And he was talking about the man goes about to motivate 
black American kids in their schools at high school level in their secondary schools. It goes around they motivate black kids so that they don't end up, you know, in the system or in prison or whatever. Isha encourages black kids to be as good as they can be. So I was having a chat with this black kid that was in that was in a um this their baseball team or basketball team or something. He was shy in one of their sport teams in his high school. And he asked him what is the worst thing that, that can happen to you. And he was expecting him to say being dropped out of my team, my basketball team, because basically there's this there's this rhetoric, there's this idea that most black kids can only can only make it through basketball or music or different things like that. They feel they are not intellectual enough to make it in other fields. So that was what he was actually going around to encourage or to discourage that. It's not that. You can actually make it in different fields and everything like that. So upon getting there, he was talking to this black kid and he was expecting him to say, when he asked him, what's the worst that can happen to you right now? He was expecting him to say, if I'm dropped out of my basketball team, because basically it would mean that his future is in jeopardy or something and he was going was in his mind he wanted to he was expecting to hear that and then he would tell him well i want you to know that basketball is not the only way you can make it and encourage him with stuff like that only for him to hear this kid say that the worst thing that can happen to him or he can that he can hear from anybody is if his coach okay yes it's baseball it's baseball because in baseball you have to throw a ball yeah it's baseball i remember so he said the worst thing that can happen to him is if like when he throws the ball or when he pitches it's called pitch i guess when he pitches and then the coach his coach his coach tells him you are throwing like a girl he said that's the worst thing he can hear and this boy that this man was talking about was just 13 just a 13 year old boy and he has conceived that in his mind that the worst thing he can hear from anybody, especially his coach, is his coach telling him you chew like a girl. Directly or indirectly. Probably the boy is not a misogynist or something, but he has seen a girl as a like say weaker sex or as a I don't want to use the word inferior. He might not necessarily see her as inferior, but it's something along that that trend. Because of the fact that he wants to ex- exert his manliness on things throw the ball like a man, throw the ball like a boy, do different things. So the fact that he's being equated to a girl makes him feel less of himself. So automatically, you will feel a person that is a girl is going to feel less of that person. So as he grows up, maybe from 13 to 17 to 19 to 20, directly or indirectly, you start thinking less of people that are girls. There is no way, directly or indirectly, the structure that has been placed for men causes misogyny it causes depression it causes so many things and i i not that i feel it is definitely not right it shouldn't be so the more we open our minds we start discussing this we know that being a man takes a lot more than being emotionally cut off just monetary availability you need so many things to be a man and that should be the real definition of a real man or a man. That's what I think and that's what I'm trying to put out there. With that, I, that brings to an end today's part one of this three-part topic.
or these three parts discussion next week i'll come up with the part two of it and subsequent week part three it was nice having you listen to me today again as usual i'll be looking forward to having you with me next week again and before i sign off my usual thanks to my to my team great guys the voice of dynamis bachelor underscore akoka nessa underscore bernard as usual you guys should follow them on twitter and ig looking forward to having you with me again next time bye